Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony. What's going on, Joe? And what's going on out there in Two Brothers, One Mike land? Uh Hot Joe, I'll tell you what, you remember You remember in the winter now, and of course, here we go dating things again, but in the winter, a lot of complaining going on about, uh, that was a that was a pretty bad winter, if you ask me, um, in uh, the year of uh, 2021 going into 2022, for those of you who are listening to this six years from now. Um, but if you listen to it in real time, I, I think everyone agrees that was that was a rather harsh winter, at least it was in the northeastern part of the United States. And uh, now, man, is it hot outside? Uh, Do we let me ask you a question. Do you complain about that or do you say, well, you know what? It could be worse. It could be the way it was this past winter when we froze to death uh, practically. I'm 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 in my element right now. I love 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 the hot weather. It's, it's just everything about it. Being able to go outside and 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 uh, you know not freeze. <laughs> that's a yeah. that's a, a key component. Um, you know, and especially when uh, you know the hottest months of the year, we go to Florida, and so you know uh, coming back here, it's actually a little cooler, a little little less humid, of course. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I I love my summer months, um, which fortunately for us is. Probably about seven, no, probably about five, six months now, because <laughs> our fall is pretty much non-existent. We kind of go summer, winter now. Yeah, so. it's kind of weird. It's 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 uh, eighty-five degrees, then the leaves turn yellow, and then three days later, it's snowing outside. I don't know what yeah. what that's all about, but I'm sure our political activists, our environmental activists, would love to chime in on that right now. But um, uh, that being said, that's not this show. So sorry, um, Joe Rogan will take it. Uh, he'll be more than happy to sit down with you. So, um, and, and folks, I'm not, that's not a jab towards Joe Rogan. I love him. So, I mean, you know, sorry if that upset somebody. Uh, yeah, right. Anyway, um, today, today we're talking about music and how it affects the mind. And we're really going to get into the exercise part of it when we get into the, the nuts and bolts of the show, right? Uh, and, and this is one of my favorite topics. Uh, music is one of my favorite topics. I could talk about music all day, pretty much all genres. I don't understand. Let me ask you a question. Are you stuck on one genre or do you listen no. to, uh, here's my favorite word, a plethora of different plethora. genres? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, um, El Guapo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, uh, I love all types of music. And it's funny too. That was an interesting segue from Joe Rogan into music. Just an interesting fact. Some uh, of the artists that went in and left Spotify because of the great Joe Rogan movement. Yeah. They're, they're slowly but surely coming back, but they're kind of doing it on the low. <laughs> low <laughs> like, hey, we, we kind of need the Spotify. Yeah. Yes, you, you kind of do. But anyways, yeah. um, you know, there was a, a gentleman from, you know, your favorite, uh, uh, your favorite era from the eighties. When's that? Uh, oh, really? 90s, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. 80s, 90s. I mean, he's just his, it's, it's, it's become a household name. Uh, Ice T. One of the things that he said when he was uh, way back in his younger years um, was how how limited people are uh, based upon the genre of music that they that they listen to simply because they, they get stuck on one thing. I mean, here's a guy who, yeah. yes, he was a rap artist, but he listened to rock. I mean, I could uh, how many of his songs had heavy metal in the background, you know, yeah. uh, he, he wasn't really into the country thing, but, you know. 
he reinvented it's, himself uh, years later, not not that oh, long sure. ago, where he started his own rock band, uh, going from more of a hardcore rap, people would call it, and then he got into acting, which I thought he did a fantastic job of, and I, I'm sure he's probably still acting. Uh, and and then he 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 uh, you know he put together that hard rock band. I really haven't listened to any of the music, but uh, you know he's pretty I'm popular. Yeah. I'm open to it just because he did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be, I'd be more than glad to listen to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, definitely had stuff from back in the day uh, all the way till now that you would, uh, you know, we're talking about working out to different types of music. It would definitely be something to, to kind of get the heart pumping for sure. Sure. And, and, and let me tell you this real quick, since you, since you brought it up, folks, Joe brought it up. Don't get mad at me for bringing up the eighties <laughs> now, but he's the one who said it first. And, uh, and when you said that, uh, for our little 80 segment that I want to do today, before we get into the, again, the nuts and bolts of the show, I want to talk about the power of music in the eighties in the very beginning. And, and here's a true story and a worthless fact. Once again, that our listeners can use in a pinch in the moment where it is a million dollar question on a game show they're on. And I will expect to receive all the credit for that particular situation. So, Ladies and gentlemen, if you could remember, if you're our age and you can remember the 80s, the early, early 80s when MTV first came about, something interesting when it comes to the power of music. Joe, you can remember this, I'm sure. The second European invasion, the British invasion. And that was, uh, you know, the first, when we talk about the first British, first, ah, can't talk today, British British invasion. invasion. We're talking about the Beatles. We're talking about the Monkees. We're talking about Rolling Stones. We're talking about those people. Uh, who came on over here in the 60s and just shook up America, uh, so to speak. And the second British invasion uh, happened for somewhat of a different reason. Um, It was where uh, the MTV generation started. Mm -hmm. MTV was actually falling on hard times. I don't know how many people realize this, though, but 82, 83, they were brand new, and they thought they were going to go under. They didn't think they were going to make it as a, as a uh, as a television show, and that's when um, a few I believe it went to where there were a few executives from MTV that started seeing these artists over in Britain on a show, and I believe the name of the show was Top of the Pops, and you had uh, artists like George Michael, you had artists like The Police, you had artists like. Uh, give me some some names of, of these artists over there uh, that I'm not. Well, the Rolling Stones, Queen, um, and, and and all these all these people, Elton John, all these artists that were on top of the pops over there in Britain, and they noticed that the one great thing about these British artists were they were very good. Human League, there's another one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were very good at making videos for this particular show. And began that uh, that process, Phil Collins, right? Uh, I mean, Genesis. So they started bringing these people over, and these people took this as an opportunity to come to America, the 80s, where we were just getting out of the recession. We we're just getting out all these problems that they were having in America. And uh, it became more of a let's make some money generation, right, in the 80s. It was all about making money. And so that being said, uh, these artists came over here looking for the land of opportunity and MTV looked at them as the opportunity for artists to show them what it is that America is actually looking for in terms of music video, which was something that was not, not so much brand new to the world because music videos have been around at that point for actually decades, but it was something that was brand new to 
to America as cable television became a big thing, right? So music television, ladies and gentlemen, is really, really, um, uh, should I say, grateful to the British invasion saving them from going under in the early 80s. And then they made music videos for another, what, seven years before they went in some direction that I have no idea. To this day, I don't want to talk about it. I don't understand it. Uh, I, I feel that I, MTV dropped the ball big time, but uh, they went in a completely different dire- direction with reality TV, and I quit watching it altogether. When did you did you did you continue to watch MTV after they got away from music videos? No, no. I, you know, we used to watch uh, a little bit of it at the jail. You know. Yeah, uh, inmates would watch what have you, but then it became more of a BET thing, of course, and uh, and and they stuck with their format. <laughs> yeah. BET stuck with their format and actually have music videos. Uh, you know, I don't understand how MTV can actually call themselves music television. Um, there's no music, but no, so there's I, no music. I and uh, I thought, you know, and, and again, the the great thing about it was it was a situation where when MTV came aboard. And you actually could see the artists as they were actually performing. It was huge in this country. And it was, again, right after a recession, hmm, uh, right after the situation that we ran into where we had no gas and we had gas lines down the street and down the block. hmm. And it was a situation where in Iran, where they took over our embassy and the Iranian hostage crisis and everything. Uh, It was post-Vietnam and everything that was going on in the 70s that um, was uh, not, obviously it wasn't a feel-good moment in in this country's history. And a lot of people were falling on hard times and music, the power of music and music video was huge uh, in the transformation process of this country, in my personal opinion. And, And so when we come back, After a word from our sponsor, when we come back, folks, we're going to talk about what is it about music that can actually help boost your performance when it comes to the mind, when it comes to exercise. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Apps, perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, I know we've talked about Kitchen Abs in the past and all they have to offer in food prepping services and protein pancake mixes, but there's another great product they offer we had to let our listeners know about, their own name brand seasonings. They've got a huge selection to choose from as well. Turkey, taco, tomato, basil, Baja, citrus, fajita, barbecue rub, blackened seasoning, as well as steak and meat seasons. And that's just to name a few. You know my favorite part? Besides all of the flavors, of course. It's that they're all low sodium, made with no fillers and MSG free. Know what else is great about them? You can order them right from the Kitchen Abs website. Just go to www.kitchenabs.com. Click on store and choose the flavors of your choice. Again, that's kitchenabs.com. Now back to our podcast. Welcome back, everybody. And so uh, what we're going to talk about now after we got off of our 80s kick there in the last segment is we're going to talk about what music can do for the mind when it comes to exercise. Joe, what's your thoughts on this? Well, not so much this. It's just something we said right before the break. You know, it's interesting. If it was anything like it is now, how how wonderful it was to be a child in that time and have no recollection, no idea that things were that bad. I mean, first of all, I have to give full credit to our parents who – if the, if it was that bad, and I, I 
I hear stories now that it was, uh, we never knew. (laughs) We never knew it was that way. And I think a big part of it is because half the things we have now that have been invented, that have come about, you know know what I mean? Didn't exist then. So you didn't have those things to lose, right? Yeah. Uh, but, But still, it's just, it's crazy to think about how being a child, how you could have no idea of what's going on in the world, and, no, you know, no. and, and being able to, to equate it to what's happening now, happening no. now. Wow. Well, I'll say this. And before we move on with today's show, I'm going to say this real quick, two points. Number one, it's very unfortunate that our children will remember this time. And there's a reason why. And the second point, we'll, we'll point that out social media. So, yep. so that being said, Okay, between TikTok and Facebook and Twitter and 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 Snapchat and and every other ridiculous uh, thing that we actually need, right? We need it. We can't deny it. But at the same time, the the negative is so great uh, when it comes to social media. We didn't have that back then, mm-hmm. and so it didn't make it seem as magnified. And now the reason why people think that it's so much worse now than it was then mm-hmm. is because of that. And we're going to actually, we're going to actually do a show as we always talk about when it comes to social media and why, why it is such a problem. Uh, and we'll talk about the benefits too. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Sure. Uh, and, and there, there are a lot of benefits. Let's, yeah. Let's yeah I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to that though, too, yeah. because there's, but, there, there's, there's so much to say about, Anxiety, <laughs> my yeah, favorite topic. It, it, that it really comes from is. that as well. Though. Yeah. So, so that 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 to me is the biggest problem between mm-hmm. then and now, um, mm-hmm. truly. But you know, again, today's show, and 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 I bet you why our listeners are really tuned in, even though I know they really wanted to hear all about uh, what really sparked MTV and how it really started booming from the British invasion. Oh, come on. They had to have known that from the title alone, that you were going to get on a kick for the eighties with eighties music. I mean, come on. If they, they, I mean, how many seasons do we have to go through for people to realize Tony has a problem with? Listen, in my, yeah, in my mind, I actually, when I'm talking about it, I envision thousands, thousands (laughs) of people jumping up and down in their living room, excited about what I'm about to say. And I have to, right? I have to do that in order to uh, really get enthused about what it is I'm about to deliver. It's now the so, Greek invasion, right? Is that what no, this is? Why? I don't know. No, there <laughs> the was no first Zorba. Greek invasion? Zorba or uh, I don't know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> boy, that'd be cool. But uh, so so basically today's show, all right, all jokes aside and all, mm-hmm. all uh, 80s aside, is how does music, regardless of era, regardless of genre, regardless of the situation, how does it affect the mind? And yes, more specifically, because this is what we talk about on this show a lot during exercise. And there's a lot of points to make here. And, you know, there's a couple studies and I'm not going to go into, you know, as we talked about before, Joe, when we, as the seasons go on, as the shows go on, we were really diving into the, to the research uh, at times. And, I, I think people just want to know if they want to find it, where they can find it. But for the most part, I think they just want to know what we found uh, as far as a, qu- a quick synopsis, where we found it, so to speak, rather than all the details of the research. So, you know, when we talk about part one of this entire uh, uh, situation in terms of how music affects the mind. One of the biggest things is is getting motivated, Right. And that could be rough. So when we talk about getting motivated, we talk about what? We talk about before the workout begins, before you're going to go downstairs to work out, before you have to get in your car and drive to the gym, 
All right. Whichever before you're going outside for that run, you know, whatever it is, a 5K. We'll just use that as an example. It's the it's that part. And if you look, uh, there's so many studies out there. And, and one that I looked at was a study that was in Science Direct. Anybody who Googles Science Direct, if you look up, there's tons of research studies that they do. And when they talk about the power of music on the mind and getting motivated, it's it's pointed out that how listening to music before you work out a half an hour before you work out, 45 minutes before you work out, how it affects the mind and change, changes the mindset, Joe. And again, we're not going to get into the study or the studies. I'm just simply giving you guys direction as to where they're at. Science Direct, check it out. They do a lot of great studies. And the one that they do on music is in-depth, in detail, and it explains how it can change your mindset when it comes to motivating you to get into the workout because that's our biggest once we're there we're ready to go it's always that beginning part right when we're trying to motivate ourselves to get there that is the biggest part and and so in that aspect uh what music also does while we're there is number two it boosts our performance all right and you'll see that in a lot of these studies as well when they talk about performance boosting um Going into it with no music, a lot of times in, in, in many different studies, it shows people are very lethargic. They're not very focused, which ironically is another point to make when it comes to being focused, right? Um, you know, so music can make you happy. It, it makes you think good thoughts, especially when it's the music you want to listen to. Some people want to listen to country music the whole time that they're working out. Some people want to listen to uh, rap. Some people want to listen to rock. Some people want to listen to, to 50s music. It doesn't really matter what you like to listen to. Uh, you might like to listen to Beethoven while you work out. Whatever it is you want to listen to that makes you happy, that triggers the chemical in the brain to motivate you and focus you on your journey through the workout. Now, when it comes to focusing, one thing I want to point out here is that you indeed need to focus because, you know, being able to be happy in your workout and your your performance is boosting, Joe, and you're you're getting motivated, a lot of that happens during the lower exertion points during the workout, right? Like, you know, in the warm-up and, you know, as you're moving through maybe less intense sets and so to speak, but your focus has to be intense because you have to be able to pay attention to your bodies, ladies and gentlemen. Joe, have you ever listened to music while you're working out and sometimes you're not paying attention to the fact that you may be overdoing it because the song you're listening to has you so fired up that you don't realize that your heart rate is elevated way above working levels? Anything like that ever happened to you or are, are you pretty much in control the entire time? No, no, I, it, yeah, no, it's, it's happened to me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's been time that working on the, uh, uh, heavy bag for certain. Yeah. Um, there's times where I've tried, you know, jogging and I end up in full sprints and then I end up not working out for about two weeks, but yeah. <laughs> so, you know, because you, you're going and then something comes on some, uh, 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 wow. Everything just escapes me at this moment, Yeah. Uh, but you know, and there it is. And, uh, next thing you know, yeah, uh, you're just stretching a lot of stretching for the next yeah. couple of weeks. Well, well, when it comes to, yeah, yeah. when it, when it comes to running, I, I, I was an avid runner. I run very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very seldom. Uh, now, uh, running used to be my thing. I mean, I ran and ran and ran five K's, 10 K's. I, I loved running and I had my, I had my playlist and there would be certain songs. And I'm going to tell you one that I can remember distinctly. And it was the Foo Fighters pretender. Mm. 
And there was the beginning of the song when the drums and rest in peace, Taylor, uh, such a sad story because they're one of my favorite rock bands and the drummer passed away. But um, when he starts banging on the drums as the song tempo begins, I don't know what happens, but I start to realize my pace is picking up fast. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the beginning of the run and you haven't hit that runner's high yet, you could really run yourself out. Uh, So you have to focus and, and concentrate and not let the music take you too high at a high exertion before you're ready for that. Right. Yeah, it, so that's it, what we're talking about there. It's interesting because well, you don't realize there's times where I'm cutting the grass and mm-hmm. I notice I'm, like, <laughs> I'm walking to the beat of, <laughs> of course I play drums. So I, I notice yeah. I probably noticed it a little bit more than most people, but I start, yeah. you know, I go into the, it's the, your cadence, your cadence yeah. changes due yeah. to the music. Yes, absolutely. 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 So you have to focus on that, you know, and, and, I, here's another reason why I like music. Folks, listen, you know what music really does? It blocks out the outside issues you're dealing with. I always tell my athletes this when they walk in the doors. I say, listen, everything that was going on out there, especially my teenagers, where everybody's been a teenager. And so I empathize with this. When you're a teenager, you literally triple the problem in your mind. Uh, everything is magnified. And as an adult, when you hear a teenager talking about their problems, sometimes you roll your eyes because they don't really realize yet what problems are. But you have to be very sympathetic towards the fact that their mind, based on what they've experienced in life so far, and it's how our brain works when we're younger and we all go through it. And so when I listened to uh, one of my young female just went to the store and couldn't find their favorite purse and they're freaking out about it. I mean, freaking out. Got to leave that issue at the door. Music does help block out the outside issues you were dealing with. Bills. I don't care what it is. If you have that music on, you're able to, to, to get into your music, focus on your workout, leave everything else outside. And many of studies have shown this in the past, right? There, there's a, uh, another reference study in Healthline. Uh, it points out how music affects areas of the brain that that improve now listen to this show this this is very interesting it it affects uh when we talked about music it it affects areas of the brain that improve coordination so it actually is an aid in helping you coordinate your movement patterns whether you're moving frontward backward on one foot on two feet at a 45 degree angle it doesn't matter it can actually help the areas of the brain that help you coordinate your body, upper and lower body working together. And so that to me is one of the most important points made when it comes to the positive effects of music. I would think in what we just talked about, one of the negative effects is when you're not able to focus and you're overexerting and not realizing. Uh, And so, but other than that, everything about it is good stuff. However, there's one other thing I want to point out that I think is fascinating. Do you know David Goggins? Well, not personally, but of course. Well, well, if you knew him, that would be fantastic. He'd be on the show all the time. I'd be a better, Uh, I'd be a much better drummer. I guarantee you that. Yeah. The only thing, if we put David on the show is we'd be beeping and bleeping like crazy. But um, (laughs) folks, I got to tell you, I don't care when people swear. It doesn't bother me. I just don't, I don't let that like um, affect my, my, my opinion of somebody it, it, I guess maybe because auto working is one of my traits yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that might be it. Yeah. Right. And, and I'll be the first, uh, raising my hand nice and high. I swear. I'm sorry. If you don't want to listen to the show anymore, because I swear, but we also understand 
the way the direction this show goes and and who our audience is, and that's not the that's not the avenue we take. Right. Uh, and it, so I, I've always wanted it to be more about the information. Yeah. Than, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah, like it, there's so many other words that that we could use instead of f bomb yeah. and, and throwing. Yeah. Off, so you know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's that. But yeah, it, it's and, not there, like um. You know, people, I was a police officer for how many years? Police. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who worked right. in a jail for how many years? Yeah. Yeah. But not... David, yeah. But, but David, David's a swearer. He likes to swear. <laughs> yes. But he's, a, he's, he is a great motivational speaker and talker. And his story is fantastic. If anybody out there wants to hear a great motivational story, David Goggins, Google him. G-O-G-G-I-N-S. David Goggins. This young man, uh, and I don't know how old he is. He's definitely younger than me. But this was a guy who had a very bad childhood, okay? Um, he had a lot of learning disabilities. He was very down on himself, very down on his life, and somehow was able to trigger his mind to turn himself into a Navy SEAL. Uh, and he's on Joe Rogan, uh, uh, go figure, uh, often, I believe, or either that or Joe just puts it out there on YouTube uh, in small excerpts from the same interview that he may have had with him. I don't know. But but David's on, and he talks all about his journey and all about his story. And he talks about in one segment, which relates to what we're talking about today, he talks about music and the power of the mind when it comes to music and how it helps. He is an advocate for not listening to any music when he is working out or when he is performing any type of stressful task. He says because... What are you supposed to do in a stressful situation when you don't have your music with you? That's a very good point. Well, that's that's Navy SEAL training right there. <laughs> right. That, <laughs> that's that's definite a very, SEAL training that's right there. That's a very sure. good point. Right. Mm -hmm. He says, what are you supposed to do when in life you don't have your playlist with you? Mm -hmm. And so he does admit to listening constantly to the music playing in the background of round 14 of Rocky 1, which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that at, at times when he's doing his crazy things, he does, you got to see what this guy does, like over 4,000 pushups. And I don't know how many, how many hours or whatever. And he runs 39 miles and it, it's crazy what, what this guy does now. And it's I had no idea way. that that was part of his background. All I knew is he yeah. was a drummer for Nirvana. And this guy flat out. No, 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 no. David Goggins. Oh, who are we talking about here? We're talking about David Goggins. You're thinking about the lead singer for the Foo, for the Foo Fighters. Fighters. Yeah, no. Who are you talking about? You're okay, who is David who? Grohl. You're oh, thinking of oh, David wow. Grohl. Yeah, I mean, you just, wow. I'm like, wow, this guy, I when did he have time to do all of that? <laughs> David Grohl definitely isn't doing over 4,000 no, no, I didn't in, think in 16 he, he hours or whatever. And, and you were saying that he's definitely younger than you, and I'm like, uh, probably not. But, no, okay. no, David. David may be a couple years younger than me, but not much okay. at all. Well, if that, if at all, that definitely we, clears things up on my end. If anybody yeah. else was confused, I doubt they were. This now Joe has moment. to Google. Now you have to Google David Goggins. Uh, yeah, but, but you, but know, you he, know where you know where you know where you got thrown when I talked about swearing because David Grohl can swear with the best of them. Yeah, oh um, yes, he can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and again, and and the Foo Fighters are my. Well, and we're talking about band, right. So. We're talking about music, yeah. and and yeah. you just made mention of the Foo Fighters. Yeah. So. I'm trying to get you out of this. Is what I'm trying okay. to do right now. I'm trying it. to get you out of this. No, it's too um, late. I'm I'm googling. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so listen to David Goggins. He's fantastic. Oh, and I, I've heard him before. I'm looking at his picture here. Yeah, Go ahead. yeah. All right. So I mean, this guy weighed 300 pounds at one point in time. Uh, yeah. and, and so there's that. But the, again, the point being made here that 
his thing about music is where the negative comes in is that you don't always have your playlist with you in a stressful situation in life and you have to learn how to handle stress without music. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that a little bit later in the show. But before we continue to move on, where I give you Coach Tony's advice on how you should conduct music in your workout, we have word again from a sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by YSN, your sports network. Loyal, local, live. Hey, everyone. It's Joe from Two Brothers, One Mike. For all of our sports enthusiasts out there from the Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania area with busy schedules, we know you can't always make it to the big game. Well, we have some great news for you. Now is your chance to listen or watch your favorite high school teams compete on the YSN Network. Covering multiple sports from more than 50 area high schools, as well as Youngstown State University Baseball and the Mahoney Valley Scrappers, and so much more. What's that? No longer live in the Northeastern Ohio or Western Pennsylvania area? No problem. You can go to YSNlive.com on any browser or download the YSN Live app available on both the App Store and Google Play. So you can listen wherever you'd like to start your sports binge and streaming experiences today. Now back to our podcast. Welcome back, everybody. So, you know, we talk so much about, you know, some of the great things about music when it comes to benefits. And we pointed out a couple things, Joe, about what, you know, some of the things are that that aren't aren't all that great about it. I think the pros outweigh the cons uh, for sure. Uh, But I'm going to give my advice now. How about that? I'm going to give my advice on what I think. And if there's anything you want to throw in here, by all means, you know, as as always, uh, the stage is yours as well. So, and I'm talking to Joe there, folks. Obviously, he's on the other end of this mic. But uh, again, we would love to hear from people, whether it's on our Facebook page, Two Brothers, One Mike, or whether if you're you're on the Anchor uh, platform, uh, sending us a voice recording by all means uh if you're looking for more content in our shows if you have any um requests if you have any questions about the show uh in question that that we're actually doing in the moment send us send us some information and we would love to hear from you and 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 do that but right now joe um saying this to you by all means uh jump in whenever you want as i give my advice on how you should conduct your workout when it comes to the music. So that being said, what is Coach Tony's advice when it comes to listening to music and understanding how uh, that plays a a positive, should I say, in your exercise program, your uh, exercise regime? So number one, when you're in the middle of a warm-up, your songs should be more heavy tempo. Right. Because you're trying to you're trying to prepare the body for battle. And we all know what the warm ups about if we're listening to our show, because we did an entire show on that. Uh, If you are, uh, uh, you know, towards the end of the warm up, it's still the tempo was higher because as you're getting into the workout, your tempo was high. Right. You you want to hear music that is going to affect you in a positive way that is going to help you to be motivated. boost your performance and increase your focus. But again, but again, pay attention to your body during the workout when it comes to the focusing so that you're not overdoing it when you have a heavy uh, or, you know, a tune that it's upbeat uh, and it kind of distracts your attention to understanding where your heart rate's at and where your breathing is at. And sometimes you're overdoing it. So make sure that you're able to focus during this portion of your workout as well, even though the songs are more up-tempo for you. 
Now, in the cool down, that's where you want the slower songs to be. Because, folks, if you're listening to Skid Row, You've Gone Wild, while you're trying, while you're trying to cool down, uh, it plays, it's a different effect on the brain, and it's not sending that same signal to your body to lower your breathing, begin to lower your heart rate, begin to allow yourself to reset back to normal before the battle began. So obviously the slower music plays that type of effect on the body and therefore slower songs are better during the cool down. Now, every now and then you need to do the David Goggins test. We just talked about him, right, Joe? We just figured out who he was. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the David Goggins test to me is extremely important. And I'm glad that even before I watched this particular episode on Joe Rogan, I'm glad that I was already doing that. As a matter of fact, I probably do that just as much as I listen to music. And the David Goggins test is every now and then, folks, at least one workout a week, Mm -hmm. you should be practicing working out with no music. Teach your body how to handle stress where your mind talks to your body and your body speaks back to your mind and they find a happy medium at that negotiating table where you don't need music does not enhance muscle growth, right? It does not enhance your VO two max does not. There's no anabolic effect with music. That's all on you. Okay. So it's, it's very important that you understand you're not going to have that playlist with you in every stressful situation. What happens if you show up at the gym, Joe? Gym's 20 minutes away from your house. You go to reach in your bag. Guess what you forgot, right? Now what do you do? Drive back home? Drive back to the gym? Do you stomp your feet outside and throw your hands up in the air and say, I quit. I'm not doing it today, which unfortunately some will do. Or do you go in there and charge your brain the right way to take on your body, and pay attention to that workout. Pay attention to your body. Pay attention to how you handle that situation. Work on that as part of your workout in that particular workout. So the David Goggins test is extremely important to the situation. And and last but not least here, just like you change your workouts, you know, we talk about periodized training, we talk about micro cycles and macro cycles and changing your workouts every four to six weeks if for no other reason. I mean, there's a lot of scientific reasons behind it, right? But if, boredom, all right, being one of the biggest reasons, change your playlist also. After a while, I could tell you guys, after a while, maybe not every four to six weeks, but I have changed my playlist over the past five years at least 50 times. Um, I'm not saying that some of the songs in my playlist don't always make the cut. But I'm saying that I change it every now and then because after a while, it's not that you just hate those songs, but it's kind of like like some of our local radio stations and how remember that growing up, Joe, that one local radio station, they would play the same five songs every hour. Phil Collins three times every 45 minutes. Well, Phil Collins Absolutely. played. Yeah, Phil, there was actually I just that is so funny you said that. I know. I saw it, too. It Did you help see it? Laugh. We actually yeah. called one of our local stations, the Phil Collins station. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I give Phil all the credit. Listen, I love Phil Collins. Absolutely. But man, was he on every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so and so good for him, I guess, but not good for us because after a while, Susu Studio is just, you know, it's just ringing in your head while you're trying to take a nap. <laughs> 
So, I mean, so, I mean, that being said, and Land of Confusion is one of my favorite Phil Collins songs. And that oh, was, I love that, the, that, the video was, was the video phenomenal. Was fantastic. Yeah, the video that was, was a phenomenal. Genesis song, actually. I liked uh, uh, Easy Lover with Phil Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not? A little Earth, Wind, and Fire. Never heard anybody. Yeah. yeah. So, that being said, uh, some, some of that is just some advice I would give to everybody when it comes to that. And, and that being said, I think it's only, I, I think it's only proper, right? It's only fit that we, uh, we give everybody what my current playlist is. I mean, listen, I'm not saying everybody's going to want to listen to the same music. I'm saying that you may hear a song, ladies and gentlemen, and say, oh my goodness, that might fit into my playlist. Yeah, Once listen, again. before before you get into that playlist, as a drummer, I cannot let this go. I said Phil Collins and did not mention in the air tonight. We all know that, that one well, part, the air drum part. We all know that part. So I have to at least say that, you know, at least mention and remind people, yes, in the air tonight. That was one of probably one of my favorite uh, songs by Phil Collins. Well, not like that, but it's a TikTok special. As people use that in a stumbling moment video where the oh, drum yeah. part plays as somebody or something is stumbling. I saw one with a water. deer. Yeah, I saw one yeah. with a deer where, where the deer actually played it on the on a on some little toy slide or something. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like to perfection too. That was what was scary. I think the deer was in on something there. But um, that being said, folks, this is my playlist currently, right now. In uh, and I will tell you guys what it is right now. We're recording the show beforehand. Uh, you, if you're listening to it in real time, it's August of 2022. We're in July of 2022, and this is exactly what my playlist is now. And it will change probably around October of this year. Number one song is Saliva, Click, Click, Boom. Love that song. That song gets me fired up right out of the gate. Number two, Hearts on Fire from the Rocky Four soundtrack. Number three, Be Good to Yourself by Journey. You're going to notice I'm all over the place with my playlist. Number four, Bop Gun, Ice Cube, and George Clinton. One of my favorite, favorite songs. Number five, Back in the Game, Airborne, which became a huge hit with the Cobra Kai series. Um, number six, Youth Gone Wild, Skid Row. I always, yeah, I'm, I'm a Camel, Ohio kid, a kid, and we always got played to be that kid. You know what I mean? So I always, I always laugh that that's our stereotype here. <laughs> And, and so I think that's what drew me to that song from way, way back, way back when. Cult of Personality, Living Color, a very political song, right, um, uh, in the 80s. And, but, uh, boy, I wish they would come back now and, and, and do one for, for this era, for this genre. But um, uh, Dr. Feelgood, Motley Crue, by the way, if by any chance... Motley Crue is listening to our podcast, which I would be deeply honored by that. One of my favorite rock bands, one of the one of the pioneers, right, of the hair rock era of the early 80s. It was them. It was Quiet Riot. All right. Uh, guys, listen, your your tours that you keep doing, uh, what do they call them? The, the, the final tour? What is it? The uh, whatever tour they call that. Right. Guys, let's make it that. OK, let's make it that. They're just having a rough time up there. Have you watched any videos where Motley Crue up on stage in this this most recent tour I, that they're doing right I've, now? I've not. I, I, uh, I, but I can assimilate to another one of one of my all-time favorites was uh, Guns N' Roses. And yeah, it's, it's really time for Axel to hang it up. I think most people, most people are probably watching anymore for uh, Slash. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, I think what it is, and so it's kind of weird because when you say 
you say, I said Vince, you know, and, and you said uh, Vince Neil, and you said Axl Rose. Both of their voices are very unique, very high pitched voices. Very, very. And at their age now, it's not that they, 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 they're struggling to carry those notes. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's just, guys, you have lit the world on fire for decades. Just enjoy now and, and take it, take it down a notch. Uh, that's just my opinion. Let's move on. I just had to throw that in there. Number nine. You know, it's somewhere out there. I was wondering, they're like, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be something if well, Axel Rose was sitting back going, you know, he's probably right. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> or, or, or Tommy Lee. Now, Tommy Lee would probably call me and, and tell me that he had a problem with me now. But, uh, yeah. uh, but I would, that would be, I, hey, listen, I would take it. I would, I would love to hear somebody from, from one of the bands. Because, again, <laughs> do you still, by the way, do you still have Appetite for Destruction in its plastic cover? It not open yet. Do you still the, have the, the original the album with the, the album? A, a, yeah. on the inside had the original original cover that yeah. they weren't allowed to use. So yeah. Whoo! You better. You might want to check on see see what that's worth is these days. Let me know. Let, yeah. let me know where it's located in your house. Oh, yeah. But um. <laughs> so that, that being said, number nine, flying high again, the Wizard of Oz, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, <laughs> love that song. Um, everybody knows the Notorious B.I.G hypnotized that's one of my favorite songs to listen to during a workout now i'm gonna throw everybody for a loop here because i went from hypnotized notorious big and flying high again and youth gone wild culture club miss me i love the beat of that song and it's towards the end of my workout right now and i it just i don't know what it is about that song i don't really like songs from them like karma chameleon and all that stuff but that song there i love miss me by culture club and then i finish up with uh don't change by nxs um those are my that's my workout playlist right now that gets me motivated when i'm listening to music and i'm not having my david goggins moment where i'm not listening to uh, music now what was one of the things i gave in my advice joe when it came to cooling down you should tone it down a notch right and listen to something a little less, uh, uh, you know, intense and, and high volume, and so on and so you know, so on and so forth. So my my three workout songs and my cool down stretching. My three workout songs: "Life in a Northern Town" by Dream Academy. Do you remember that song? I'd probably know it to hear, but I, I never really knew the knew the title to it. If anybody, I absolutely, one of my favorite songs from the 80s, I say that all the time, one of my favorite songs. I've got like 7,000 of them. But um, that song was fantastic. Uh, and and that's one of my cool down songs. Bringing the, bringing the heart rate down, bringing my breathing down, allowing the body to reset and get back to normal. Uh, so the, the second song uh, that, I, that I listened to in, in the cool down situation, right after Dream Academy's uh, Life in Northern Town, is Sadness by Enigma. And uh, another fantastic uh, song, those of you who remember that song from the 80s, and, and the third song is actually by them as well, uh, Return to Innocence. Um, those three songs really reset me in terms of my breathing going down, my heart rate returning, my body resetting, everything going back to normal to get me going back up and moving to continue on with the rest of my day. So uh, whenever I'm listening to music when I'm not having my David Goggins moment and following his pathway. Uh, that's, that's actually my playlist. Uh, maybe I mentioned uh, either a cool down song or, or, or a, an actual workout song that somebody would love to throw in their playlist. So if, uh, if I did, you're welcome, I guess. Right. 
Joe, you, know, do you have a do you have a playlist? What do you have? The, you know, I usually just go by a, a specific artist. Like I, I have Apple Music, and so I'll look at you know somebody that that I want to listen to and just listen to one of their albums mm-hmm. uh, or whatever it is. You know, uh, well, yeah, I guess it would be their album, uh, just digital. Anyways, but um, so like if I was you know doing more uh, of an intense workout, maybe if I'm doing the heavy bag, uh, I would do something probably a little bit more metal. Um, if not, nothing less than Skid Row, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or yeah. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Appetite, not yeah. use your illusion. But uh, yeah. beyond that, um, you know, that, that's just basically how I do it. I, I've never been, like, I don't jump around in genres for my workout. Right. Too much, too much thought process has to go into it. You know I, I, mean? like the way, I like the way you use the word appetite. Now, the 80s people knew what you were talking about. Nobody else, whatever. Appetite for destruction for all of our new friends out there, our Generation Z that's trying to figure out what else you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you said appetite. All our 80s friends know exactly what you were talking yeah. about. But, you, you, use you know, your illusions. Were, were, there was tons of great songs there, but appetite was a little bit more November uh, heavy hitting. November Rain is one of the greatest rock ballads ever, if you ask me. Um, oh, just sure. a fantastic song. Sure. Uh, the way they changed tone and momentum in that song. I, I just love that song. Oh, they brought in a full-on orchestra on that one. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. something else. Yeah. Um, um, so, so I mean, yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, and then real quick, before we uh, jump into what next week's show is going to be about, uh, people will say, well, how do you make your list? Like, what do you do? Do you sit down and you write all in? No. I, what happens is, uh, I'm going to tell you guys, this is literally just happened. While Joe was just talking, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in my mind, as I was looking at my playlist and Joe was talking, I thought, what can I replace? Because, yes, I'm listening to Joe, but my mind can't concentrate just on Joe. It's got to be in 10 different areas at the same time. So while Joe was talking about um, appetite and things of that nature, all of a sudden what popped into my head was Huey Lewis in the news walking on a thin line. <laughs> my favorite Huey Lewis in the news song. I wrote it down. So once I get to 12 songs again, and I may even pick, again, some from the list I just had, I change the playlist the minute, the minute I get there. And it usually takes me a good three months, four months before that happens. But um, there you have it. That's how I do my list. I don't sit there for an hour trying to figure out what my new playlist is going to be. I just let pop, songs pop into my head and I write them down. That's yeah. that's how I do it. See, I, I just, I, I'll skip ahead. You know what I mean? It's like, all mm-hmm. right, time for a cool down. All right, no, we're not going to listen to this one. That's entirely so I, until I get to something a little yeah. bit more slow tempo and just sure. that route. But that's me. I, I like to do it on the fly. Yeah. But one thing we're not going to do on the fly is next week's show. We should probably talk about that now and let folks know what they have in, have <laughs> yeah. in store. Uh, yeah. week we're going to be talking about maintaining your weight, uh, something so many people have questions about. I know this is something I struggled with for a while, actually uh, kind of something that I'm doing right now. Uh, and so I'm really, really looking forward to talking to you about this, Tony. I yeah. definitely will have my own questions for you. Uh, sure. Anything you want to talk about real quick? Well, I mean, and I'm not going to get into it, obviously, but I'm sure people will want to know, what do you mean? And what we're talking about is when you've reached your goal. Um, so, you know, you ever hear people say, I want to, you, you hear this a lot. I'm trying to gain weight. And you hear this a lot. I really need to lose weight. But you don't hear this all the time. Uh, but so many people have questions about this. Once they hit their goal, they say, boy, this is going to be rough. How do I maintain where I'm at? Uh, and it's so much more than just maintaining your body weight. And so we're going to get into uh, not only the science behind it and not too, too much of the science, because I know a lot of people don't want to hear the big words and, and things of that nature. But what are some of the 
Uh, I, I guess, you know, some of the little, the, the different habits you can do, you know, the different habits and, and uh, different ways that can help you from a you know, week to week or a month to month basis to maintain your weight and how not to freak out. I see this happen so much when you gain two pounds or lose two pounds. <laughs> People go into a panic. I was 185. Now I'm 186. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know how many different enzymatic processes are going on in your body that cause that weight fluctuation? And there's really nothing we can do about that. So we're going to talk all about that from a mindset as well in, in, in next week's show. And I think yeah, it's I de- be a good show for sure. I definitely have something to add to that as well. So that'll be, that'll be fun to talk about for sure. Yes. All right. Well, until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you're on Anchor and have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. All right, everybody out there, do the best you can't wait for next week. It's going to be a great show. Joe, I got one question for you. I'm a little disappointed here. You, I, I gave you a fantastic playlist right there, and I was waiting for you to say at some point, I actually am going to add some of those songs to my playlist. You didn't say anything about any of them. Are there any songs I listed that you would even think about putting on your playlist? Uh, probably something more like uh, Click Click Boom. Uh, could have added that. I mean, I mean, we could. You could have said. I mean, promote me a little bit there. I mean, geez, I mean, what, I mean you know what I'm That's saying? probably it, though. <laughs> That's it. That's probably it. not to say any of those other songs are bad. Are, are bad. I would totally listen to them if they just okay, come out on the radio. Sure, they they hit you right in the feels. I mean, they're very nostalgic for me. Uh, 